What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration. Our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber with Jim Cramer. We're at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Carl's got uh, an assignment today. He'll be back tomorrow. Let's give you a look at uh, futures before we get started with trading. 30 minutes from now, we're set up for... Uh, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Lower open. Hey, let's not be too negative since everybody else is. Okay. Uh, let's get to our roadmap, though. It does start with, well, in part, the spike in yields, because that's what may have stocks down. That 10-year, it touched its highest level since August of 2007. Yeah, give me a whistle. Plus, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella, he's taking the stand in the federal antitrust case against Google. He'll be testifying, or has, on the difficulty to break into search. Yeah. And speaking of trials, it's day one of the criminal trial for Sam Bankman-Fried. Right there in that building. Going to begin later this hour. We will be live on the scene. But let's start with, uh, well, the rising yields. You know, it's funny, Jim. We had a, a funny moment last week where you got up and said, all we'll do is talk about the 10-year. Right, you walked I, over there, we'll talk about the 10-year. Yeah. And uh, I think it's kind of true. I know, and it didn't start that way. I'm watching Frank Frank Holland this morning, and the tenure's kind of holding in. It's up, it'll be a nice day, Dow's up. And then slowly, step by step, inch by inch, the tenure falls. And then the next thing you know is that the futures are down. And then the analysts are now, the tune that they're singing is negative for pretty much everything. Because why? Margins, but really the subtle reason is because they have to keep track with the stocks themselves. Which they have to keep track of what? Of the stocks themselves. Right. And, you know, they're, they're cutting their target. In the way that, when, remember when things were good and they were raising the price target? Now things are better, they're cutting the price target. It, I, I hesitate to call it valueless because that would be slamming a whole profession. Okay. Except for Adam Jonas because he continues to entertain. And Dan Ives because he's just playing out fun. He is fun. Not to mention, where does he get men's warehouse clothing? It's incredible. Where does he get that stuff? I mean, he gets it all over. I think he really? spends a lot of time. That stuff is hard to find. It is. I was over at Marshalls. They don't have a thing like that. No, Dan Ives is. He, we we love having him. We do love him He's because you somewhere. know he has. He understands here. the real here. game, yeah. which is just upgrade, downgrade, this or that. Now Jonas correctly talks about Adam how much Jonas, you lose Morgan per Stanley, Red Rivian. And follows obviously the automobiles and and comments constantly on EVs. As but I, he's enjoyable and he makes a lot of sense. This morning, he talks about, look, the legacy companies are going to have a hard time making these EVs. And that's in part because the choice that they have to make if they give the workers what they want is basically, let's cut back on it. And the UAW has, GM confirmed, come back with a uh, counteroffer. Yes. So, I I mean, I find... Whether we talk about writer strikes, whether we talk about Kaiser Permanente, where there's a there's potential uh, very large strike in California. We have, a, a, we have a lot of people who are just making ends meet. And I think that that's left out of the dialogue. Uh, now, why do I say this? I, I'm not supposed to talk too much about, the, about my uh, jury duty. And I can't talk about the case. But when you listen about why people are getting called on a jury and they ask you what people do, and this, you know, 
this is a really pretty good sample. People just try to get by, and you forget. So and you forget how lucky we are. eye-opening moment for you, Jeff? Well, you forget you how lucky we are. a little bit are. of a moment there? I yeah. did. Okay. They asked you about two people you want to have lunch with, and there's some people who don't want to, they don't want to eat alone. But the essence of it is, is that when you listen, you realize what's out there, which are people who are saying, what, basically, that Campbell's soup is too expensive. I mean, it's real life. Not this. What if that? We are, like, rarefied. We're so damn lucky. We are lucky. That's the way. I, my my takeaway was I am one lucky individual because um, boy, people I'm, I'm work hard in this country. you've come to that recognition late in life. Um, but that was not the takeaway. But can we come back to the tenure? Yeah. Okay. Can we? Yes, sure. Okay, good. Because uh, it... What's it going to take to get stocks moving higher? Is it, is it really going to okay. have to be we a We need to see a short covering yield, rally. Hence, a move up in price of bonds? Right. We need to see a short covering rally because it is the highest short position in the history of, of long treasuries. Uh, when we hear these comparisons to 2007, 2009, these are fatuous comparisons. That was a, a moment where there was excess borrowing. There was recklessness in the country. We just have, we're dealing with treasury issuance, and we're dealing with the Fed selling. Um, Inflation, David, peaked. All right? It peaked, but you it got peaked. Mester saying one more rate hike may be needed. Well, that's just like, and that's, this is like one of those horror movies. We, mean, if it we peaked, have to worry. We have peaked. to put, you know, right. you have to do one more, you know, jamma. Whamma yep. jamma, right? Yep. Fatal attraction, remember? This, the, the bonds are fatal. Jim, what about the, the larger question? What about the larger the, the, question the on the bonds? Uh, Ed Yardeni, who is the man who uh, came up with the term bond vigilante, correct? Yeah. Did he really? Jesus. I believe Good so. For him. Um, many years ago. It was Billy ago. the Kid, I thought, was a vigilante. Uh, and he says the worries escalating federal budget deficit will create more supply of bonds than demand can meet, requiring higher yields to well, clear that's the what market. And that worry has been the bond vigilante's entrance cue, is what Yardeni says. He calls right. them the wild bunch. The they wild seem to have taken what? full control oh, come on. Come on. Can of we just the talk Treasury about market. Sam Peck and Paul. I mean, come on. One of his best, right? Yes. Yeah, versus um, the Magnificent Seven. The, the, the Wild Bunch had a dead way. All right. Well, if, if he's right and the Wild Bunch is in control well, here, okay. are we going to head to 5% very Ed, quickly? Ed, is, Ed has been a go-to guy for many, many years. He uh, was bullish during the period we need to be bullish. He correctly points out, and this is something I've been saying, that these pieces of paper, the 10-year, the 20-year, they were caught in this inversion stuff where basically everyone said that we're going to have a very yield because then we're going to have recession. That was totally wrong. The bonds were completely wrong. And now we got to get to the point where, because the economy's okay, I have paychecks on tonight, this economy's good, where these pieces of paper um, cross that yeah, funds. Yeah, but Jim, the, 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 the question is, I know you are a little low. I'm too low share there. I don't, I don't yeah. like it. Uh, we'll, have a we'll try and fix book? it during the thing. They still make phone books? No, don't do that. What were you saying? <laughs> Actually, it's a good place for all those notes. Um, <laughs> well, I'm comfortable. Look better than that. What jury, I was saying is the idea seat. that, in fact, the Treasury yield will be divorced from economic fundamentals has got to be something of a scary premise. Yes, it is. And if I, it is I, really based on supply it. demand on our right. large deficits, funding them, and the inability to find buyers at a sufficient interest rate, that's not good. No, and there's an inability to cut anything. We know that this whole discretionary part of the budget is small. It's the interest, the interest that they have to pay and all, all the entitlements. So you do have this kind of we-clow moment, you know, Right? Yes. Weak low. Weak low. Weak, not a weak low. A weak low. Weak low. Yeah, it's a book um, where you just feel like that you're just, there's no way out. No exit, so to speak. 
Got it. And that's what that's people, starts. but that's the gloom. And against that is the idea that these treasuries have moved. In April, the 20-year, my favorite piece of paper, just because it's like back, was at three and three quarters, now it's at five. Now, at a certain point, you have to say, isn't that an interesting piece of paper? You would think so. Right? I mean, think so. Although, interestingly, there have not been enormous inflows into bond funds at this point. No. Investors seem to be waiting for even higher numbers. Well, I mean, I I think that you have to to believe that the 10-year 4.7 goes to 5.7. Because why is that piece of paper lower than the Fed funds? I don't know. That makes no sense. Why wouldn't you want to potentially take 4.7 for 10 years? I mean. The reason you wouldn't, because you're going to get five and a quarter for 10 years. Right. And unless you have short-term capital gains, you can short term you can sell that piece take a loss well but, at some point but i don't want to sit, just talk about the the role of the 10 and 20 year okay i also want to talk about the fact that like for instance kellogg is ringing the bell the w kellogg the cereal company yes this We've is got the uh, cornflakes frosted flakes kelnova but, yesterday yeah. of course which is the snacking that's what cheese and now this is Pringles. the spin essentially yeah this is the cereal company you need by North the way American you cereal. need wagovi you need Majorno for this stuff see the piece last week about how plain the airline business is going to do better because people are thinner because of Wagovi and Moderno. That, that, that was it. That was the that was the That's goat. Top. That's that was the top goat Wagovi. on the surfboard, right yeah. with the GoPro. Yeah. That was it. I and mean, that was the GoPro moment. I was in Hawaii that for seems that a moment. little much. So, so what, I'm they're going to spend less on feeding passengers. What, what, I don't even know what the less take fuel. Was. People are going to are going to weigh less. They're going to weigh less because of Lily and Nova Nordisk. So this kind of research can't be, tr- can't be, I say can't be trusted. But I'm looking at Corn Flakes, Frosted Flakes, and Rice yeah. Krispies. Now, Dave, can you eat more of those if you're on Magovi, or do people just not want to eat them because they're not attracted to sugar? Anyway, this stock was, they split this company off yesterday, and it is a one-way ticket to the to Yeah, the Kelanova zone. did perform well at all yesterday either, and there's KLG. I know. Villanova's better than Kelanova, Didn't and this is even way. after Jay Wright. Yeah. That was good. Thank you. Villanova. Yep, my producer. Well, David, the the interest rate is actually going down as we bemoan it. Um, And, David, there is a stock, two pieces of research that were positive. Which one? Well, what is everyone positive on? What's the one stock everyone's positive on? It's a good Jeopardy question. Oh, you can't answer it in the form of a question. But NVIDIA, there were two notes that were positive. How about that, huh? All right. Okay, Moses. They wanted the criminal trial for Sam Bankman-Fried. He is facing seven counts of conspiracy and fraud. That's, of course, over the collapse of his company, FTX. There's Kate Rooney. She's live from the courthouse, not too far from, uh, from where we are at the NYSE. Kate, uh, what are we expecting today? Yeah, David, so we're not far from the stock exchange. We're here in lower Manhattan. The trial kicks off today. This morning, it's set to be a roughly six-week trial. We are waiting for Sam beckman frieds parents to arrive outside the courthouse. The process of jury selection is going to start in about 20 minutes or so. Sam beckman fried faces seven counts of fraud and conspiracy over the collapse of what was once his $32 billion exchange, FTX. To get a sense of the scale of this alleged fraud, investigators said at the time of the collapse, $8.9 billion in customer funds were missing. Prosecutors have accused Sam Bankman-Fried of siphoning customer money from his crypto exchange to a sister hedge fund called Alameda, and then using that to enrich himself. And other insiders also make campaign donations as well. All of this started back in November when Bankman-Fried resigned as CEO of FTX. The company then filed for bankruptcy. He was arrested in the Bahamas in January. He pleaded not guilty to criminal charges. He was out on a $250 million bond. And in August, the judge revoked his bail after he said Bankman-Fried violated 
some of those conditions. Bankman-Fried has been in custody, guys, since then. He is expected to be in court this morning. He has argued that he didn't know about some of this financial fraud and issues over at FTX. Prosecutors, meanwhile, need to prove intent on the side of Bankman-Fried. But four of his top lieutenants have pleaded guilty, which legal experts tell me is going to make this case especially challenging for Bankman-Fried. At least three of those executives do plan to testify. Guys, back to you. Wow. Uh, Kate, real quick. I mean, talk about challenging, though. Does the jury, are they going to actually have to understand crypto? Great question. So interesting. I talked to a legal expert yesterday who said you you need to be an informed juror. You don't need to be totally ignorant of the case. It's likely that most people at this point in Manhattan have heard of this case. And uh, some of the questions Dealbook had, you know, a list of sort of the questionnaire of things they were going to ask the jurors. They also talked about ADHD, which Sam Bankman-Fried has, and their perception of crypto, their perception of ADHD. And uh, they seem to, to be looking for a juror pool who is not at least biased against crypto and wouldn't have this sort of schadenfreude of wanting to see Sam Bankman-Fried fail. Got it. All right, Kate, we'll be checking in with you. Thank you. Uh, Kate Rooney, not, as we said, a few blocks up from here. Um, I don't know how you get a jury to fully understand it, but maybe, you know, Jim, it's it's, maybe you just go with stealing. People recognize stealing. They understand when they see stealing. So a wise man, my attorney once said to me, they don't pick the names out of the phone book. So the people come in, the jurors come in with a hidden bias. And the bias is, why would they be going after this guy if you were guilty? Why would they be wasting time? They got four people who are ratting the guy out. So, I mean, I would not want to be in his shoes, whatever size they are. Because I just think that the, the jury, which, by the way, has a lot of time on their hands. Those jurors were not like the ones I saw who they wanted to go to their job. Uh, I just think that this is one of those cases where ADHD will not play a role, crypto will not play a role. The prosecutors will present people who say, this guy ratted, really was bad. And then people say, Okay, it's bad. This is not like the te- you know. This is not like the the uh, series jury t- jury t- This is real life, and the prosecution tends to be unbelievably good in the Southern District, as you know. And the defense is what? AD- what's the defense? I don't know. What I, defense I didn't know make. what I was doing. I stole. Bi- people don't really like people who stole hundred million dollars. They don't even like people who are. They don't like any of the billionaires we put on. You know, we put on a lot of billionaires because, like, they're billionaires, so they wouldn't. They're smart. Which I think is wrong. Yeah, but doesn't mean they actually have a clue about a lot exactly. of things, by the way. But I think that, you know, my experience, my actual, unfortunately, considerable experience in the jury and courtroom situation over time is that there's a bias that the prosecution wouldn't be wasting their time. They got a lot of bad people to go after, going after this guy. Well, we'll be covering it for the next six weeks, in fact, as uh, Kate told you, that case may stretch over that court, uh, that amount of time. Speaking of court cases, after the break, we're going to hit uh, Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella taking the stand in the federal antitrust trial against Google. Hmm. And with 15 minutes before we get started with trading here at the New York Stock Exchange, there's a quick look at futures. We are expecting a down open. A lot more Squawk on the Street for you. Straight ahead. Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janus Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janus Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com.
Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Welcome back. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella took the stand yesterday in the Department of Justice's antitrust case against Google. He was testifying about what it's like to compete with Google in digital search. And he said, quote, the distribution advantage Google has today doesn't go away. In spite of my enthusiasm that there is a new angle with AI, I worry a lot that, in fact, this vicious cycle that I'm trapped in can even become even more vicious because the defaults get reinforced. Um, there are investors who actually believe it is a new chapter when it comes to AI uh, and search and what it's going to enable Microsoft to do with whether it's Bing and or, of course, how it's going to be using Copilot uh, in the enterprise and things of that well, nature. When you talk to people who are in the, the Justice Department, there's a fear always that the next big thing is going to be worse, even worse, more concentration, more power. In this particular case, the Justice Department must feel a little on the run because what's happened is suddenly Bing, because of AI, has come to life. It's far more competitive. So if you're the Justice Department, this case goes on too long, you, you really lose. And this was, a, I, I know you, you upbraided me when I said that well, this was a Trump Justice Department foray. But the fact is, it's been overrun by events, so it's really kind of, I hate to say this because I love our Justice Department, it's pretty good, as opposed to what's happened to the debased FTC under uh, Lena Khan. But they got a losing hand. And they got a losing hand because of AI. And I think that they should recognize that events have taken this thing so that uh, well, let's just find them. them. Let's find them. Nadella did not want to go there. He didn't say. AI presents us a new opportunity to really compete with them in search. He well, actually about, said he's worried about it getting even harder. Yeah, but then when he goes in front of Wall Street, do you think he says to say, let's let's use Goldman Sachs because they're always on the red hot griddle and you spoke to David Solomon. You know what? We've looked at the situation. We're a pitiful, helpless giant against Google. Our AI is worthless and we're caught up in a vicious cycle. I mean, I would like to have, David, the a presentation that's made by uh, by Mr. Nadella to Wall Street versus the presentation he made to the Justice Department because I think he's got a real good case right now that Bing's good. So I hate to see that he's in a, that he would go in front of Wall Street and say, you know what, we're, we're just getting pantsed. Right. You know, would he use that for pantsed? No, I don't think he would. No. I think he would make a strong case and obviously a lot of focus on Copilot. Right, and it's worth uh, it. He's done a great job. what that's going to be able to do for enhancing productivity. Remember, the previous people didn't keep up, okay? Um, he's done a remarkable job and I think... I think it's just a matter of time before he is just really, you know, that, that you would think of him as equal, not 
I know he has to, you and know, Bill's he's done an honest man. Job. I mean, look at he's the luck since he took, I mean, my God. I, I can't listen to you. I just saw Tony the Tiger. How he's positioned the company and what he's been able to do. Yes, Tony the Tiger is here. Well, which is very exciting, apparently, for Jim. Uh, well, I mean, am I going to listen to you babble on about Google when I got Tony the Tiger right here? I, I don't know. I guess you're not. No, I just think that if you're the Justice Department, you're like, oh, my God, well, Sachi, he did what you want, which is to say, you know, and he's not, a, by the way, he's not a liar at all. What no. he's saying, basically, is Bing is an afterthought right now. But I think their AI I and co-pilot's so special that if he comes back a year from now, I think the vicious decline will well, keep And remember, he's an honorable good man, but he's... Events you know, can outrun Right, because kind Bing of has been a kind of... I bet you, he, I wonder if he uses Technology Bing. moves faster than Do does he uses the Bing? law. Who, Nadella? Yeah, or you use... I'm sure he uses Bing. Well, if, you use, if you're an Apple guy, you ain't using Bing. No. But That's he, the problem. But That's the case. The case is about Apple. Meanwhile, I want to talk more about AI uh, when we get a chance as well. Interesting comments from Jamie Dimon. Some interesting comments as well from uh, Fed Vice Chair Barr, I believe it was. Uh, but we'll get all of that when hey, we uh, come back. Doesn't Exxon have the same uh, he's mesmerized Exxon has the same uh, mascot, right? Meanwhile, Jim is going to get ready for his mad dash as soon as his excitement dies down from seeing Tony the Tiger. We'll get a look at futures there. We are set up for a lower open when we begin trading about eight minutes from now. Don't go anywhere. You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. All right, stocks look like uh, set to open lower when we begin trading about five minutes from now. Of course, we will bring you every single second of the action a few minutes from now. Don't forget, by the way, you can catch us anytime, anywhere by listening to and following the Squawk on the Street opening bell podcast. All right, time for a mad dash. Opening bells about two minutes from now. What do you got? All right, so this is also the key to the market. Uh, McCormick reported this morning. McCormick's a very, very good company. It's a spice company. Uh, Brendan Foley, new CEO. Now, David, they actually raised guidance. They would have raised guidance substantially if it weren't for China. They have a China business that has slowed. I'm looking for companies whose stocks are lower than 2019. Because 2019, of course, was the benchmark we're all trying to live. Who's got inflation that has not been rolled back? Who's has? I think these guys... This is a very, very good company. They've got well, well, gross. What's, why is the stock down five percent? Because they did not report a good quarter. They have better guidance. Okay. And I want you to watch this because this group is under so much pressure, whether it be Pepsi, whether it be a Kellogg, the, the, the kind of cereal kind that's ringing the bell, or whether it be pretty much gen, you know General Mills. I mean, if it, look at Smucker, uh, Colgate, Procter down for just a huge number of days. This group is trading as if the margins are going to be crushed, the dollar is going to crush it, and the numbers have to be cut aggressively because outfits like Costco are pressuring these guys to lower the prices. But the fact that this stock is now back to where it was before COVID tells you that there might be some value here. Okay. It does have a high multiple. So you believe them. The market doesn't clearly. Higher guidance oh, no, the market does not. the stock price perhaps higher. In the old days, the stock would have been up very big. Playing off more the fact that they missed on the quarter. Right. Well, in the new days, we look at the price earnings multiple. It's at 28. We say, no, we're not going to allow companies to have that big a price earnings multiple that are slower growth, 4 to 6%, because this is an inflationary period. 
Now, what's not being taken into account is, are they doing a good job? Um, it, because they are. It doesn't matter. If you thought we were going to recession, we switched to um, no uh, no branded, which is also there. So it's a great company caught up in the vortex of this very moment involving the 10-year tyranny. Here at the big board, as uh, previously noted, W.K. Kellogg is celebrating the separation of cereal business. We will speak to uh, CEO Gary Plant, Hill Nick. That'll be uh, a few hours from now. Over to Nasdaq, about, you know, Cooper Companies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Medical device company doing the honors. Good company. But you, you have to ask them, like everybody else, what's the impact of a, of a sugar cereal uh, with drugs that make it so you don't crave it? And I think the problem here is, is we that did talk to Steve Cal- uh, Cahillane about that who's yesterday, who's running Kelanova, yeah, which is the CEO. larger of the two companies now that the split has officially uh, occurred. Uh, that is the snack side of it with Pringles right. and Pop-Tarts and Cheez-Its. Yeah. And we asked him that, right? Uh, uh, Sarah Carl and I asked him that yesterday. He said it's too early to know. Uh, what, if any, impact there will be from these weight loss drugs in terms of them suppressing people's desire to eat, for example, these kinds of foods? I think that that's, that's true. Uh, and I also think that there are issues. Lily's been down for the last few days. My travels are so forever uh, because maybe people are ideating because of it. I think that's probably not going to be something that knocks it out. Uh, David, what matters is, will people take Let's it look for... look at Kelanova, too, guys. Put that one up as it, well. Do, will people... Will pe- Kelanova. Yeah. Will people take it... Who are not supposed to take it? Are people going to take it for vanity versus for blood pressure, uh, obviously for diabetes, for obesity? Uh, And then the next will be for drinking because you crave nothing. Your life is just like everything's cardboard. You know, like remember the Domino's before uh, Patty Doyle got it? Yes, that does not sound fun at all. People... There's a great deal it's, of gratification that comes it's, from It's a eating. vicious cycle down where you People don't... love to eat. You don't even want great Italian food. I don't believe that. Really? I thought you just want... Less. Less. Well, you can't eat as much. And these people, you, look, if you're going to have a bowl of Frosted Flakes, you're probably, which tastes great, you're probably going to eat half of them. So good. Raisin Bran's got a lot of sugar. You just don't. So much sugar. Nothing means anything to you. Your life is indifferent about things that people uh, crave, which is why, in the end, maybe some people say that most people will crave uh, glazed potato chips versus you know, what, looking in the mirror and feeling a little better about themselves? I think we we just vastly overestimate how much people don't want junk food. Okay, For so America. now you've got me confused. For because America. on one hand, you're saying... No, I'm saying they won't take the drug. I know. But on the other, you're saying that these these companies could suffer as a result of declining sales because people aren't eating as well, much. I so which is I it, agree, Jim? Oh, no, I agreed with, uh, Col- with Colin that we don't know yet. I think that there's a considerable number of people who just say, you know what, I want really bad food, and I don't really care about whether I'm Well, overweight. and it doesn't, by the way, it's not, we don't mean to uh, pick on Kellogg. No. Um, it's been McDonald's. It's been Coca-Cola. Oh, these socks are idiots. any number PepsiCo, of... Uh, number of... Uh, yeah. uh, you brought up Hershey's last week. I oh, thought that my. was interesting. No, Hershey's Chart is, of Hershey's versus a chart of Eli Lilly. It's going to be an atrocious Halloween. No way. The parents don't want it in it. Um, yeah, Nova Nordisk is like this, and Hershey's like this. It's yes. a death cross. Right. Uh, coincidence? No, it's all real. And 
you know, frankly, the, people are just presuming that people who own these were dealing with margin contraction, we're dealing with the tyranny of the tenure, and now we have this scourge that makes it so that you don't want food that you historically craved or you eat half of it because you can't finish it. You can't finish the right. chocolate bar. Um, we, you know, listen, it is one of the biggest stories uh, and we will continue to focus on because it, it as it we could need save, to. And it's not just about Eli Lilly's stock price and Nova Nordisk's stock price. It, it does have broad ramifications for the healthcare David, system, right. for no, cost, sorry. for so many other potential companies that thrive when people eat a lot uh, and on and on. Right. There. Well, America is historically an obese country and these you know, are going to be prescribed. Historically, obese or more recently? Well, I don't know. Pork rinds. I don't know. That's 30, uh, watch, oil. Yeah. watch oil. Watch oil. Watch oil. You're moving on to oil now? Well, I'm trying a little value added always. Go ahead. I guess Tell important. me. Uh, oil was down nicely this morning, and I said maybe we'll have two days in a row. But now oil seems to have stabilized. I'm looking for things that are going the way of the bulls. And right now, it's harder to find. It's sentiment, because sentiment is incredibly negative. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, uh, but the, let's, the key to this market is still the 10-year. Let's take a look at where the yield is. Of course, as we pointed out, it has not been this high since 2007. Right. Really, it's the early days to uh, the early days of the financial crisis. Really the beginning. Look, Will you look at four. that? Wow. Wow, that is better than NVIDIA, that darn wow. thing. That's amazing. But, David, look at the move con- there. That's, you got a 22% move you own that well, thing. It's been a great move. I told you. It went from three and three quarters in April to... Can we just point out for a second? That's the vigilante. That there isn't that's, a soul I know. the wild bunch? What is that? You're pecking ball again, huh? Sorry. Um, I don't think, David, that people should be as negative as that. Okay. Because we're just, every day we come in. David, we're not going to sit here and revalue companies down every single day. No. That's not right. No. Some of these companies are trading their stocks. David, have you one, looked at Kimberly one, Clark? By the way, though, that does take me to number one on your list of what I'm looking at this morning, which right. is utilities, Jim. Well, they are. Which have, uh, typically have high dividends, but in a rate environment like this one, probably not performing no, that they well, have, are they? They have a triple whammy. One, they have to spend more because of uh, uh, pollution control, which obviously I think is good. The second, David, is, is that they have to, re- they have to they're constantly fi- financing. Right. They do. They're the biggest. They're constantly in the market. They're financing. in the market constantly. And then the third is, is that like American Electric Power, a great company, yields 4.6. What good is that, David? That's no One good. that's a utility I, that you've not talked about, years, but is your ex, you're, you're right in your wheelhouse, so talk to speak. To me, yes. What do we do with Verizon yielding 8.4%? Wait, Verizon yields 8.4%? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You now, know, if Jim, you work at Verizon. I hadn't caught that. If you work at Verizon, Hans Vesberg. Do you yeah. say to yourself, I'd rather be T-Mobile because they don't have to sit there with the tyranny of the of, of yield because they hardly pay one? Uh, and T-Mobile hangs in so well. Mike AT&T's dividend yield is 7.6%. Well, they cut that once, you know. They did. That thing's like a salami You're slicer. still not over it. but uh, That could happen again. No, I'm not. Because but, uh, it could happen again. By the way, give me a Verizon. Let's just really rub Look it. At, give me a Verizon 20-year. Well, I want you to you watch. Can. I'd like to look at a Verizon I want you to watch Procter By the way, Gamble. keep in mind, when what, we do put up these 20-year okay. charts, we aren't doing total returns. So we need to be fair. Right, TSR. Uh, because right. they are obviously giving you a significant dividend now and have been for many years. Not 8.4%, but nonetheless a, dis- a, a, a significant one. Nonetheless, look at that, Jim. Nothing. No, plenty of nothing. nothing. Wild bunch. This no. was the leader by far. Well, this used to be a widows and orphans, and now it's, um, I don't know. 
now it's a little, know. it's a $130 billion company. I mean, our parent company is 180. Well, yeah. Timo's $30 billion bigger well, than Well, they have it. to spend a lot, and they're not getting a great return for that. I'm not sure Watch what the Proctor. strategy Watch should be there. Proctor's trying to make a stand. Proctor's trying to make a stand. Yeah, Proctor. What is Kimberly, that? What is, what's the significance of Proctor trying to make a stand? Well, because these stocks have been down for, say, 13 straight days. They're oversold. Things do bounce. They, they do. Proctor, Colgate. General Mills. General Mills. Kimberly Clark. Don't even look at it. It'll hurt your eyes. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's just nasty. Uh, by the way, David, uh, these companies aren't doing that bad. But when I had Costco on, Craig Jelinek, they basically said, listen, the inflation is going from four, you know, three to four down to one to two. Right. And that's your that's them saying to these guys, listen, we're going to blast you at Kirkland Signature if you don't take your prices down. Right. And Kirkland Signature must be the premium. I want you to get back to this point. These sure. companies you said, Procter & Gamble, for example, are not doing that badly. No, no. Their stocks are not doing particularly well. Though. No. So where and why the discount? Well, some, some companies have... I'm saying it's, is this I mean, a, it's not a cheap multiple. No, it's not. But this is where you should be getting companies that have keep price versus not. But the group is trading altogether. So can Conagra, can they maintain price? Look at Conagra stock. Look Campbell's soup stock. These are well below where they were in 2019, forecasting that they're going to start making a lot less money. Um, yeah, that's a particularly negative Ooh. chart. Yeah. Slim Jim, that's what they call me, partner. Well, Jim, is there an opportunity here then? If you, you know, particularly if you think, think rates you, have, okay, let's so call it, topped trust, out and that the yes. the wild bunch is not going to have their way with the tenure for much longer? I think that you've got to pick your one. Now, Proctor is high mobile. That's the one we've picked. It for. is high mobile. That's the one we've picked for the Chapel Trust because we think that they actually have, they have a weak, you know, they have a strong dollar problem. But they, are a, they have a very strong brand that people continue to pay for. But the opposite is Walmart. They've got a really good house brand. And Costco. That's why Walmart and Costco have been so good. But Procter's been down for too many streets. Well, Colgate, by the way, you mentioned, I mean, I think of Colgate, I think of pet food, too, which has also been not a good place to be. You know, it's one of the things that's happened, and I know we saw this with Petco. We saw this with Smucker. um, Some degree, Blue Buff, General Mills. It just seems, uh, as much as I like our two dogs... Rag and Tony. Yes, their names are indeed Rag and Tony. There is David. Yeah, Costco's winning the battle. Yeah, the I know. issue I, here. I keep mentioning Colgate. They want to bring the, that up. The issue here is that I, I'm not kidding. The dogs don't seem to mind the trade down. And some of the trade down, since they can't take uh, Wagovi or Majorna, some of the trade down has a lot more sugar in it. Right. The, Majorna, they don't. They're, they're, the is. dogs have never said, you know what? I want the more nutritious. This is something I've worked on. Having watched the dogs, I can trade down the dogs. I can give them anything I want. There has not been a word of resistance. And that's so, why Petco, because they have that really bad balance There's always been some hope this thing would get taken out somehow. Oh, it hasn't, hasn't happened. I, by the way, again, 20 years on this one's probably not looking too good either. Remember but, when, Mar- what's his name, Ruben Mark ran it? Everybody loved it. He didn't want to come on. He hated TV. Yeah. He hated that's all TV. you think about is whether they came on or well, not. Well, I try to book Not everybody. whether they did a good job running their company. I'm a book and magician, my friend. All right, 23% over 20 years. Let's make people feel happy. How about we put up an uh, AMD for 20 years? Sure. Right? AMD or is an Adobe Lisa Sue. or an NVIDIA. NVIDIA has been a remarkable. That'll make people happy. These are companies. There we go. Now I'm feeling a little N- better. You know, someone's going to say it's trading down here, the right, right, 
right shoulder, I, I, I think Lisa Sue's doing a remarkable job. NVIDIA, again, some people say right, right shoulder, but you can't. That's if, what you're looking for, 31,000. Well, that's done better than if you percent. bought the 20 year, that's a 10 year. That's what yes, we're has. in this for. That we're trying to, David, today could be a fulcrum day. Really? But, yeah, because everybody comes in and they say, all right, I guess I got to sell because of the 20 year and the 10 year. And you don't, you don't have to sell. Not every sell. company's I mean, What I'm wondering is whether I should just buy some 10-year I mean, paper. It's Colgate. And just put it away. Split split it with 10-year and companies like Kimberly. Especially if I think inflation's Look, Kimberly coming is 4%. Do you think Kimberly Clark, we are not going to come in one day and say, you know what? I want some Chinese tissue. I want some People's Republic of China toilet paper. Ain't going to happen. Okay? The, their biggest problem, of course, is the Kirkland Sager. But Kimberly Clark is a, we go today. Kimberly Clark's a good brand. I mean, I think it's a love brand in the country. No, it's like, you know, hey, what's the G- General uh, Cho got there? You know, I mean, no, I'm not. Look, I don't mean to make what? fun. My father what? worked for the Chinese. What? They're fantastic. Right. I'm just saying they're right, not right, going right, to replace right. it. This is not going to be replaced by... Why? by <laughs> Well, we're not going to replace it is anybody by talking, Neo. Is anybody talking about... No, I'm just replacing. I'm saying Kimberly Clark is a brand that can hold up here. Okay. It's not going to go away. Oh, right. But everyone decides it's going to go away because the head and shoulders and the tenure and, and margin contraction and, and, and pow. No. Kimberly Clark is a brand that's worth something. There. You feel better? There, I've said it. Do you feel better now? I do feel better. Okay. And again, the PRCs, I do not have any problem with the PRC people who might think are unbelievable. The PRC takes up a good amount of your headspace. I mean, there's, you know, no, the I fact that you can get there talking about like, oh, Kimberly it, it, Clark and suddenly we're talking about Chinese I, I got paper. A, I got a Bricksmore, I, I got a Boston Properties up here. By the way, David, here's a question for you. Who owns all the real estate that companies that, that we read every day is a fail? Who not, owns it all? Well, it's not, it's not any of the big REITs. No, I mean, we have some REITs that own offices. Companies. Yes, of course. Insurance companies but own an enormous amount. But they are opaque amount. balance sheets. We don't know what they own. But we know when they yield 7%, pay attention. Okay. That said, they also own or and or are putting new premium to work all the time and getting a return that's pretty significant. Right. But I'm just saying, everyone keeps saying, oh, geez, he's in. Like Jamie Dimon, in his comments, it doesn't seem like he needs any new headquarters. He's building a new headquarters. I know. What is that about? A giant new headquarters. Right I remember there when they Park built the headquarters. In- it's going to be incredible. It's going to be beautiful. One of the biggest buildings well, in the town. Well, I'm going to go there three and a half days a week. It's going to be whatever he powered says. by all sorts of alternative can- energies. It's going to be amazing. By, by the way, you haven't mentioned Meta, the year of efficiency. They're going to charge. I'm trying here. What, They're charging. They may charge if to, you want an advertising break. I'm trying break. to settle no, on no. one thing okay, for a I'm minute. I'm saying who can get people to come back to work? Mark Zuckerberg okay. is trying. And I think if you don't come back to work, I think you may actually lose your job because there's a lot of other people who can do your job and there's also machines that can do your job. The thing that's, that's intriguing about Jamie Dimon is why he doesn't say, all right, if you don't come in five days a week, I'm sorry, you're done because I can get chat GPT and other people from out of work this year who are better than you. All right, I, I want to explain your, I get how you move there. We've talked about the headquarters building. You, like you immediately move? thought about the fact that people still don't come into the office. Why are you building a new headquarters building? Then you thought about occupancy rates. Then you thought about the fact that companies are trying to get people to come back in and will right. they actually start to take action against employees? Did I ever say I had a linear mind? No, I'm just trying to follow you along. And you know where I'm going to go now to end this is Jamie Dimon's comments about AI. Let's talk about that. Because he did say recently uh, that people are going to live to be 100. We're going to get rid of cancer. 
uh, and um, you'll probably work three and a half days a week, which is a lot more days a week than I would have thought, actually, given Jeez. the rest of those things. What kind of, what is that, um, Brave New World? But he also talked Huxley? about AI being critical to J.P. Morgan's future success, and they have been using it uh, a lot, he said, oh, by thousands of employees that. at his bank. Now, by the way, we're talking both AI, which has been around for quite some time, and the new tools, generative AI, which generative is what AI. really has been the revolution over Teaching. the last, let's call it, nine stuff months. Stuff that learns, the year. stuff that learns. Now, um, David, and that Fed, and then we got the... Uh, can we go back to the, the award yeah. 100 and the cancer thing? I mean, what do you want to go back to? Well, I didn't know he was also a doctor. Oh. And he's also a, an actuary. This um, guy has many roles. It's true. And then we have the Fed Vice Chair uh, Barr talking as well about generative AI. I actually thought his comments were interesting when it comes to productivity and the like. Take a listen. Generative AI has the potential to more quickly um, become a productivity-enhancing tool. It will have uh, potentially uh, significant ramifications for labor markets. Um, uh, some jobs um, uh, might be... Um, uh, eliminated or changed dramatically. It has the potential to affect, um, you know, white collar jobs in ways that prior uh, technological um, innovations, you know, did less of. Um, so it could have significant changes, I mean, significant changes to labor markets. Interesting to listen to him. Um, maybe AI will change that shot in the future we have automatically. A, we have a shortage of people in this country. That's the problem. That's the real inflationary issue. We have a declining demo. We, you know, fewer people, as opposed to India, where they've got the growth. And I look at this, and I think this could be the difference between the declining labor force and, and inflation. Yeah. It, it, I, I think that that's dead wrong. This is the, this is the holy grail. Interesting. Okay. This makes up for all the problems we have. We don't have enough people. Well, we got 115,000 new immigrants right here in New York City who'd like to work, so, you know. We need more people. We need people to fill jobs. AI could help us. AI is going to generate more jobs. I mean, I don't know what else to say. All these innovations. Like, I remember when we got to PC, everybody felt that we got to PC, I was in law school, and I was supposed to be out of a job. PC didn't do jack against me. Um, Jim, we got some news to get to out of DC. Yeah, I want to get to Emily Wilkins for that update on what's going on with Speaker McCarthy. Emily. Hey, David. Well, as you know, last night, Congressman Matt Gates took the first steps to potentially oust was Kevin McCarthy from his speakership. Now, of course, that actually does need to get a vote, and we are told that that vote will occur around 2 p.m. this afternoon. That was just decided in a closed-door session where Republicans are meeting today. Behind me, it's the Democrats who are meeting, and they are going to be incredibly key for this vote as to whether or not they decide to back McCarthy. McCarthy does not have enough votes within his own conference to survive this kind of challenge, and so he's going to need help from Democrats. But McCarthy actually told uh, CNBC this morning that he's not going to be offering anything, he's not going to be making any deals, and Democrats in there are trying to figure out what the path forward's going to be. It's a moment where they have an enormous amount of leverage, but the question is that if McCarthy is ousted, what is that actually going to look like for Congress? David? Yeah, thank you, Emily. Interesting listening to Speaker McCarthy this morning talking to uh, the Squawk Box about the various options available to him, and obviously his thoughts about Matt Gates will be following me closely. The guy's a survivor. Um, Say what you want. He's yeah, a survivor. Yeah. I want him on my... He, you know, he, that guy stays on the island. He does. He stays oh, on man. the island. I got um, nothing for the other people. 
All right, let's Jeff get Probst to us. We're going to take a quick break. A lot of them. Just catch your breath. Think about the Chinese again. Okay. And the, and the, the PRC. And the oh, movie. I'm sorry. You're not in the playoffs. I forgot. Cold. It's very cold up here. There's a look at uh, Treasuries. Of course, we have spent a lot of time talking about the lower part of that screen, the 10-year and the 30-year. There it is. The longer end of the curve. Yields continue to move You know what the 10 years in New York Giants. We're back after this. It's stop trading. Most oversold since the spring when we bounced. So keep that in mind. It's from the SP oscillator. Uh, David, I think that we want to take a hard look at Tesla because this is sort of, you know, we had Bernstein notes saying not going to make the numbers. Yesterday we had a Deutsche Bank numbers saying not going to make the numbers. And the stock hangs in. What does that say? It could mean that some of the higher growth, high multiple stocks, might be able to try and make a stand. I've got Macy's tonight. I've got Paychex tonight. And Oshkosh. And I refuse to be as negative because, boy, it was good to be negative two weeks ago. Now you've, you're with the crowd. You're with the crowd. So you're thinking of bucking the trend here. I just feel like, as I, in my screed about Kimberly, which is a company that I don't particularly love, but I, they do have a name brand, I think these companies, their brands are worth something. They're not just um, playthings that are being tortured by the tenure. I love today's show. We covered a lot of ground. But ChatGPT is the area that we did not talk enough about. Well, we will. I promise. We will make it up because it is uh, very important. Yes, it is. All right. Uh, speaking of important, we do have some breaking economic data. We'll get jolts after the break. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now.